For Nora, immigrating to Canada was never easy. Parting ways from her old life in Korea meant that she'd had to say so many goodbyes to people she assumed she'd never see again. When she reunites with her childhood sweetheart almost 20 years later, their encounter may change them forever. In today's episode, I reviewed a movie all about what-ifs and whether the choices we made in life were for the best. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews in all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. Almost forgot exactly what I was going to say, even though I've said that intro probably over a hundred times at this point. But uh, y'all, I'm excited to be talking to you uh, this week about uh, this week's A24 movie. This has been a movie that has been on uh, my radar and Kate's radar. It's just, you know, we haven't really had any time to see any... uh, Well, actually, that's not true. We've we've seen a lot of movies, but we have had to be very uh, deliberate about... Uh, when we would go to the theaters just because our schedules have uh, both been super busy. But, you know, with, you know, everything that's going on in life, despite whatever stresses that you might have, I know uh, for certain I've had some share of stresses myself, it's nice to kind of unwind and uh, just check out a movie that has thoroughly surprised, um, you know, myself and hopefully you if you find some time to check it out. So let's get right into it. Today we're going to be talking all about A24's latest romantic drama, Past Lives. Written and directed by Celine Song, this movie was released on June 2nd, 2023, and the movie stars Greta Lee, Tao Yu, and John Magaro. Written with pitch-perfect tone on the conflicting feelings of an old love that suddenly resurfaces, director and writer Celine Song encapsulates what it means to reconcile our past within our present with her debut film, Past Lives. Indeed, it feels as if it is equal parts a romantic drama as it is a tale of immigration and loss of identity that inevitably comes with that transition. Song examines her lead characters in a way that clearly feels personal, though its general premise doesn't feel completely original on paper. In fact, it feels reminiscent of storylines in past television dramas. Furthermore, the film's style and pace evokes other contemporary Asian filmmakers such as Wong Kar Wai's work or even the likes of YouTube filmmaking group uh, Wang Fu Productions, especially in the way that their dramatic pieces are strongly carried by character-driven plotlines with some greater uh, contemplations on life and love. Yet the film is carried by excellent and moving performances by its lead three cast members, all of whom offer devastatingly real and heartbreaking moments within their scenes. Its brief 106-minute runtime is efficient to tell its story, though it is told in a way that is deliberately slow and methodical, especially in the way that it allows its characters' body language to beautifully communicate within the spaces of silence that song allows to drag on for just a little while. In many, way, in many ways, Past Lives is a story that is all about change and examining how we handle it within different stages in our lives, especially within our childhood, young adulthood, and then adulthood. It's a film that is 
very raw to the core because it is so relatable, especially to the point where its personal narrative seemingly holds a mirror to the audience to confront our past in a way where the concept of what-ifs and the outcomes of the choices we made feels uncomfortably more present. While it may not hold the most original premise, Celine Song's masterful writing and direction showcases uh, her debut film as a hint of promising things to come. And I'm going to have to give this movie a very strong 9 out of 10. And you can go ahead and check this movie wherever you can rent it on digital uh, platforms like Prime Video, which is where Kate and I definitely uh, checked it out. I really enjoyed uh, this movie. I I think it's one of those movies that kind of benefited, you know, uh, you know, maybe stewing on it for uh, like a a few days. And, you know, in in the case of... uh, between episodes, you know, two weeks to really kind of let it sit in and simmer with me because the more I thought about it, the more I really liked what it had going for it. And it is a movie that kind of just resonates with, you know, the audience uh, that I think um, even if you might not have uh, these like, you know, what if loves or whatever like that, I think you can definitely uh, relate to maybe, uh, saying goodbye to a part of yourself that um, has just resurfaced in a way. So I think you should definitely check it out. It's a beautiful movie. But let's go ahead and move on into uh, our next segment where I talk about some things that I'm currently into. And I just want to give a quick shout out to a uh, longtime uh, homie, Jericho, for uh, you know giving me uh, inspiration for uh, this segment's name. First up on my list, we have a song by Victoria Monet and Bryson Tiller, and it's We Might Even Be Falling in Love. It has kind of like a nice old school feel, and I really love it whenever artists um, kind of dip into a more uh, old school, you know, very um, uh, romantic ballad kind of feel and add a lot of contemporary uh, elements to it that just makes it feel very fresh and new. Uh, that's kind of the you know driving point as to why I really liked Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock's album, and I think this is a record that kind of embodies that old soul um, respect for you know R and B. And I think if you love you know maybe the era of I want to see like Dionne Warwick and whatnot, I think this is a song that might scratch that itch for modern listeners. Up next on my list, we have, speaking of, you know, uh, all the inspirations that I mentioned in my main body of the review, um, I think that if we are going to be talking about um, Wong Kar Wai movies, we should talk about Chungking Express, which is a movie that I had recently seen with uh, my friends for our um, usual weekly movie night. We haven't had one in quite a while, but uh, I think that Chungking Express is definitely uh, very much on brand with what uh, past lives has going for it in which there's a lot of conversations about love and what does it mean to different people and you know I, I I think it's a very poignant film that at first just kind of really didn't feel like it was really going anywhere I think that the the, the last half of the movie because it's it's kind of a oh a, a movie that is told in two parts I think the second part is definitely stronger could have done without the, the first part even though in retrospect it does feel cohesive in adding another perspective to that conversation that Wong Kar Wai um, tries to convey through this uh, film. So, yeah, I think it's very, um, you know, uh, 
uh, it's another personal movie about love. So um, I, I think that the cinematography, especially in that movie in the 90s, still strongly holds up to today. And I think that uh, you would definitely enjoy it if you really enjoyed Past Lives. And you can also watch that on HBO Max, by the way. So definitely check that out. And finally on my list, I also mentioned it earlier in my review, but Wong Fu Productions has been kind of like a big inspiration uh, for myself as a uh, Asian American where, you know, uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, filmmakers, you know, um, that were Asian American telling their story on the big screen. And so at with the advent of YouTube, it definitely uh, allowed people that um, weren't able to get the backing of a big financial studio to be able to produce their own short films uh, for the masses. And I think that Wong Fu Productions is definitely uh, like a big inspiration of mine uh, for, you know, um, fueling this love for writing and for for um, understanding different genres of movies and, and, and filmmaking and, and collaborating together. And I think that their early bodies of work even though it definitely feels a little more melodramatic to kind of revisit today as an adult, I remember as a, as a kid, it really kind of struck a lot of good emotional chords for me, especially when it came to um, uh, co-founder of Wong Fu, uh, Wong Fu Productions' uh, you know, uh, team, Wesley Chan, uh, because I felt like his body of work really uh, encapsulated a very um, unique and creative personal voice that wasn't these like, you know, um, surface level, I would say comedy skits that just, well, they're, they're entertaining. It just, it never really hit, um, quite the resonating tone that I think Wesley Chan's, uh, films did, uh, on YouTube. And out of these pieces, there's so many to, to choose from. I think off the top of my head, I think Shell is definitely a, a film that, um, cinematography wise, I kind of revisit a lot as like, um, you know, as, as something, as a photographer myself, that I, I feel like it stuck out to me as being something that's the most memorable because of the uh, color grading choices that uh, Wesley made. And I think that the writing might be a little cheesy. I, I still think that the way that it executes memory and, and all that sort of stuff, I think it's done uh, very well. And so uh, if you've never seen any uh, of Wong Fu Productions' films, I definitely feel like maybe the, the older films might be harder to watch and as it might not hold up. I think the, I haven't really seen a lot of their newer skits uh, in quite a while, but um, I think those Wesley Chan pieces are phenomenal. So, yeah, go ahead and check that out. But then again, everything else is also just as good, too. But uh, we have quite the amount of listener reviews this week. And I want to thank everyone that submitted a review. Uh, definitely, if you want to give your thoughts on past lives after the fact, you can definitely reach out to our social media channels after the, uh, you know, uh, after the show. But first up, we have Hilton who wrote, I saw this one in theaters. It felt very honest, plot-wise, very simple, emotionally elegant, and never felt like it was building characters, but just showing real people. It didn't force their mistakes or flaws to push the plot either, and I really liked that. This was an honest look into the complex emotional lives that humans can live, and it will stick with me. And I couldn't have put it better than than Hilton. I, I think that the um, characters were um, perfectly written, and, and I think it's a very difficult balance to, to do 
um, when crafting your characters because you have to kind of, uh, you know, tell the audience a, a, a lot of who they are. But I think that Celine's song does it just enough where it's tasteful, but also shows you kind of like who these characters are and how they've grown in, and evolved over the course of um, the film's, you know, uh, plot where, you know, we see them as, as children and we see them as, you know, adults in their early 20s. And then finally, uh, as they're much older in their adulthood as well. And so allowing us to, you know, kind of put the pieces together as to where they are in their lives without having to just blatantly tell us, I think that does always come across as uh, very strong writing, in my opinion. Next up, we have Rem's review who wrote, didn't know 15 seconds of characters staring at one another could be so intense. Yeah, you know, I won't spoil the movie for you uh, as to where it happens, but I definitely agree with Rem that when you know it and when you see that scene, it will definitely, uh, at least, you know, uh, in, in Kate's uh, case, make you cry. Because I think it is definitely one of the most intense scenes that um, you just kind of know exactly what these characters are feeling and what they want to say in that moment. And I think it's just beautiful when they don't have to say that. So um, I, I, I feel like, you know, uh, as audience members, we're very much trained with our own personal experiences in life and through watching other movies that we could kind of fill in that gap ourselves. So I think it's very beautiful to have that moment. Um, and our third review this week comes from Max, who wrote, It's a lot. All the characters were super three-dimensional. Acting was incredible. Cinematography and color grading at the top of the class. Soundtrack was great. And the story heartbreaking. Yeah, a lot of the technical elements are fantastic. I think that, you know, um, you'll you'll hear it at the end quote for this week's episode um, as you're listening to it. But uh, I, I think that once you hear that line and you go into the perspective of observing the way that characters are framed with one another, I think that you'll notice that it's very telling of their dynamic um, and their personal relationship uh, between one another. And, and I think it speaks volumes to how great the cinematography really is. So yeah, uh, I, I, I definitely agree. Color grading is also fantastic. I don't really talk about it a lot in my reviews, but I think that color grading can really help create like excellent atmosphere, which I think that past lives does to a T. And finally, our last review comes from Alex who wrote, I thought it was okay. But maybe I'm just an instigator who wanted more drama, LMAO. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I felt like Kate did get pretty annoyed with me because, you know, uh, I was, like, rooting for one character specifically for, you know, their happiness. I was like, oh, heck yeah, team blah, blah, blah for life. Let's get it. And so uh, I, I think Kate, after a point, definitely uh, she got uh, fed up with that. So, yeah, that, that just comes with the price of watching movies with me, man. But, uh, yeah. That's this week's episode, y'all. I hope you get to check out Past Lives. Definitely worth uh, check uh, checking out. I think, personally, it might be a contender for uh, maybe the best movie of the year for Best Picture next year uh, when award season comes. I would not be surprised if Celine Song uh, gets nominated at least for a screenwriting nom or, uh, you know, for Best Director as well. But definitely check it out. Uh, like I said, it's on Amazon. I don't know how I got it for, like, 
250 roughly but uh i know it's for rent for like about like five bucks so if you're gonna go watch it with a bunch of people five bucks is really kind of a, a good price but yeah if you want to share your thoughts on what you thought about past lives or maybe you want to tell me about uh other things that i've reviewed in the past like doja cat's album or maybe olivia rodrigo's album you can definitely hit me up on instagram or on uh threads at that's my q podcast you can also email the show at q podcast as well as emailing the show at that's my q podcast at gmail.com all of which are great platforms where you can send suggestions on what i should review next maybe some feedback on the show i kind of you know uh tweak the format a little bit where I, I gave the summary of the movie at the top of the show. Um, and I think I kind of like that a little more. I always like to kind of evolve and play with the format of the show a little bit, just not, you know, a big overhaul per se, but I definitely want to make the show a lot better. And I think your feedback would help a lot. Uh, be sure to rate and review the show on Apple podcasts and on Spotify, which helps boost attention for the show. I can't say it enough. Uh, maybe even share the episode with a friend. All of your uh, support is greatly appreciated. So, you know, kudos to you if you've taken the time to uh, do that. I, you know, can only uh, promote the show so much. So the fact that you're able to just strap your friend down and just let him know like, hey, you should listen to this podcast that I really like. That'd be great. You know, that's that's how we grow the show. Um, but I got to thank J1K for the use of their music, Captured Soul from the School Days B-Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week's episode, woof, 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 oh, we're going to be talking all about Drake's newest album, For All the Dogs. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, who let the dogs out? As always, I got to leave you off with a quote, y'all, and this quote comes from none other then, uh, you know, one of the three characters that you'll see on screen if you were to catch the movie. And it's definitely a very beautiful and at the same time, heartbreaking line. It goes a little bit like this. You make my world so much bigger. And I'm wondering if I do the same for you. Once again, I've been your host, Christian Ong, and... That's my cue.